Today we are engaged in a final all-out battle between communistic atheism and Christianity. The modern champions of communism have selected this as the time. And ladies and gentlemen, the chips are down. They really are down. Senator Joseph McCarthy The first time I met my father, I was eight months old. I was an easy conquest for the handsome, kind fellow just home from World War II. You knew your father right away, my mother told me. The minute he picked you up, all you did was laugh and coo. As a child, I believed everything my father said, and I trusted everything my father did. When he worried about the communists and the end of the United States, I worried too. When he agonized about the destruction of freedom, I agonized with him. As he fretted over the future, so did I. As he careened toward extremism, I still believed him. A little nagging voice inside me didn't grasp his ideas about African Americans or Jews, but I was my daddy's girl. If he said it, it had to be so. I knew how much my father hated John Kennedy, and Kennedy was not the first or the last communist my father hated. With the help of his arch-right-wing friends, in and out of the John Birch Society, Dad could recite a list of dirty reds, as he called them, who had gotten themselves elected president of the United States, from Franklin Roosevelt to Dwight Eisenhower and John Kennedy to Jimmy Carter. The Oval Office had seen its share of commie dupes, commie sympathizers, and out-and-out commies. According to Dad, those presidential traitors were just the tip of an enormous iceberg of bad guys who planned to bring down our country— These men may have looked like Americans and talked like Americans, but they actually were players in a 200-year-old conspiracy to take over the world. His secret boogeyman, the Illuminati, with its new world order scheme, would conquer the United States under the red hammer and sickle. Even after the Soviet Union collapsed and China turned more toward business than conquest, my father kept sounding the alarm. He knew the communists and their real bosses were still coming, whether the rest of us did or not. As long as there is breath in my body, I'll keep on fighting, Dad said. I swore my life and my sacred honor to save freedom. I won't quit now. No, you won't, I said. And we were both right. He'd go to his grave rigid, uncompromising, and, in his mind, justified. In 1992, as pancreatic cancer ate his body and he slipped in and out of consciousness, I knew he remained true to the cause. You are still ferocious, I whispered to him one afternoon. You always were.